make us a part of your week. Well, my friends, today as we're recording this, we finally had the big Sony PlayStation 5 reveal event. So we have tons to get to with that. So lots of video game news. We had Bungie announcing a whole new slew of announcements uh, when it comes to this fall with Destiny and beyond. So we'll be talking a little bit about that. And we'll be talking about a new video game obsession that Chris and I kind of have, kind of don't. Yeah, yeah. We're going to keep that for when we get to it. And we have some news about what's happening with San Diego Comic-Con. So joining me as always, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, dude? What's up? This feels like a an old show for us, like very video game heavy yes. today. This yes. feels like finer geek days. Uh, before we get to that stuff, though, there's a couple good national whatever days for this week. Nice. First one is National Corn on the Cob Day. Mm. Do you like corn on the cob or do you like it off of the cob? I like it both. I'll okay. do it both. And, and do you eat with the corn on the cob holders or you man up and you grab holders. it? Holders. You, you use the holders? Use the holders. Okay. Holders. holders, salt and butter. But you know what I yeah. will say? It's funny. Like I actually do like corn on the cob, but then actually cutting it off. See, no, I can't do that. I mean, that. I don't. I don't normally good. do that, but I like right. that. Like, because when I when we would do it for the kids, and I mean, now they eat with, um, uh, you know, with it on the cob or whatever. But before that, I was like, man, I want some of that. Like, I like that because it keeps <laughs> it's kind of chunky. And sometimes, yeah. like when you scoop it, it's not like when you get corn out of the can where it's all just like the little just curls. Like, you get like a it. fillet of corn, and it's like a nice little like you know <laughs> inch by inch chunk of corn. <laughs> it's great. Fillet of corn. Now, cream corn. You like cream corn? I'm a fan like, of cream I corn. I don't like cream corn. I like it. I think I, it, it's like I, meatloaf. It gets a bad rap. I don't. I've. I, I love meatloaf. I know, but meatloaf gets a bad rap. We have meatloaf we have great. muffin loaf in our house, or meat muffins. That's what we call them. My wife makes meatloaf <laughs> in like a muffin pan, and it's little like meat muffins. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. It's genius. What's the difference between meatloaf and a meatball? Uh, nothing really. Is the seasoning? Like, just, is there a difference the in the shape. seasoning? The shape? No, because it's all. It's all what is it? Uh, breadcrumbs and everything. I think it's the same thing. Is it the same thing? It's just I, a pan. Pretty like... much. So could you could you put pasta on top of a meatloaf? Oh, see, but that's disgusting. What me. what if you hollowed out the meatloaf and put the pasta in it? <laughs> it's like a meat a meatloaf pasta burrito. Pasta loaf. <laughs> pasta loaf. <laughs> pasta loaf. <laughs> We're back, oh people. We're I got to get to these other ones though because they're good. All right, so. Uh, where is it? Okay. Sunday, mm-hmm. we are big bourbon fans, is National Bourbon Day. Nice. So, would you, and we used, I mean, Jack Daniels used to be the thing, but oh, yeah. we've graduated from the Jack Daniels eh, since then. I, I, dude, I still uh, love me some Jack, man. Do you really? I do, dude. Do yeah. you really? Okay. We used to, and you know what? Well, I haven't been to pretty much because I'm banned by my wife from going to it anymore, but we used yeah. to have the beer, bourbon, and barbecue down here event. Yeah. And me and yeah, my yeah. brother-in-law for like three or four years, and my dad went, we would go, man, and that was like the greatest thing ever. They just give you a small little glass, and it's like any bourbon you want, any go to beer town. you want. It was like you know 40 different beers, 30 different bourbons for six hours in a hot parking lot. <laughs> it was terrible, line, but the greatest thing and ever. And a line of cop cars right outside <laughs> yeah, waiting for you guys to all drive home. Uh <laughs> So and then actually this was yesterday was National Ice Tea Day, hmm. and you are in the the South, which is oh, heavy tea. on the sweet so tea. So gross. I loved it when I was down there, and I'm on the complete opposite. I never thought I would like be an unsweet tea fan. Mm-hmm. I that's like all I drink right now. Really, anymore. it's unsweet tea. Absolutely love it. I see. And I love fine. the Lipton sorry. powder tea. Like that's what I like. Yeah, I I agree. 
I agree. But I do like just like the the bag too. And then finally, this was Monday. It was National Best Friends Day. Nice. So happy National Best Friends Day to you, Mr. Same Martin. to you, my friend. Same right. to you, my friend. Right. And uh, same to everybody else out there tuning in. We're all friends here right on this podcast. Thank you guys here for making us part of your week. Glad you guys could join us. Hey, quick heads up too. Next week, we will not be doing a show. I will be down in Orlando. Um, we're not going to Disney. We, we just rented a house. My When my aunt lived down there, the neighborhood that she lived in was just this really, really sweet neighborhood. She was renting a house there. So we rented a house, and I'm going to send pictures um, of this house next week. It's a five-bedroom house just for Jeez. the four of us. Um, they have a pool, a whole screened-in pool, and that was part of the reason we went. It was just like, let's go somewhere. We can have our own pool, kind of be on vacation, just out of our norm. Um, but they got a whole game room nice, with a PlayStation setup, with an Xbox setup, with a pool table and a couple arcade games, one of which is a double racing game that you sit down, huh. like full-on racing game in the house that we're renting, man. It's going to be amazing. It, it's you're be vacationing at Chuck E. Cheese is basically <laughs> what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got a ball pit? <laughs> yeah. A little cheese wheel, a little like merry-go-round cheese you get you out get, of the do you get, do you get tickets and you can you get, get a tickets, pencil? Yes. My kids, <laughs> I'm going to be giving them tickets because, yes, we're going on vacation at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, but that is hilarious. It almost is like weird. But, you know, we may actually go to Disney Springs because Disney Springs oh, is yeah, open. It is. You know what, man? My my wife's boss, uh, he goes to Disney four times a year. He has like the – and he lives up here, so that's like a big deal. Yeah, you know what ride, I mean? Like, yeah. So um, he has the passes and everything. He had his summer vacation planned. And she kept asking, like, what are you going to do? He's, she's like, he's like, are you going to are you going to cancel it? And he kept saying, I'm just going to wait it out and see what happens. And as this goes along, wouldn't you know, the day that his vacation start started that he's had planned is day one back oh. at Disney. And he's nice. like, nope, not going. <laughs> he, he, he canceled it because he's like, wow. I am not going to Disney well, our kids keep, you know, my son keeps saying, like, Universal is going to be open. And we've never been to Universal. And he's like, you know, do you want to, we should go to Universal. We should go. But just the idea of walking around in Florida heat with that mask on for oh, yeah, hours. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what See, even, that's like, Disney Springs is going to be a nightmare having to have that thing on. I mean, at work, I have it on, but at least I'm in, like, air conditioning. But, I mean, to be in 90-some-odd degree, blazing in the sun with the humidity... You know that you can cut with a knife. You don't want to be out there wearing that. So it's, I don't know. We but we you, may. I mean, we'll, I'm sure we'll swing by and just go to you know a couple of the stores. Like I'm sure the um, uh, what's the VR thing that's there? That's not going to be going. You know they're not going to be putting no, VR helmets no, no. on people's heads. Yeah. If you're doing any of that stuff, so. But do you have to know. wear it? I mean, if you're at, if you're at Disney Springs, like if you're outside. You still have to put the mask on, or just I if know you're walking the, into a store, like, do you put it on? Disneyland and Disney World, they're going to require it. Um. Mm-hmm. We watched a video a couple weeks ago, and they were talking about the opening of uh, Disney Springs. And honestly, I don't remember what mm-hmm. that said. Um, but, I mean, I, I think we probably would still have them on and want the kids to. It just depends on how many people are there, really, is what I think it all boils down it's to. It's going to be know. weird, man, just seeing everybody just walking around with masks on. I, I mean, it's I mean, weird right now, but just I think yeah. it's going to have a different flavor like when you're on vacation in, in Disney yeah. area and seeing that. Yep. It's going to be bizarre. Crazy. But... Mm. Uh, all right, so yeah, again, next week we won't have the show, but we will be releasing the patron episode from last month to the masses. So you guys will uh, be getting an episode next week, but it will be a little post-dated, um, post some of the big things happening around the country, obviously, 
Um, so uh, be on the lookout for that next week. And then, of course, the week after that, we'll be back just like normal. And we will be recording our patron episode that following week as well. So you still got time if you want to be a part of this month's patron episode. Uh, you can find that link down in the show notes and uh, help support the show. And, of course, uh, we appreciate everybody who continues to support the show uh, as we move forward here. So, Chris, let's jump in here with the PlayStation 5. It's funny how you said it seems like one of our old shows. I mean, this was one of the best things about doing the old video game shows that we used to do was these console releases, the speculation, the E3. I mean, this is E3 time. This would have been, as we're recording this, the last day of E3 this year. Like, it was originally uh, scheduled yeah. for these dates. This would have been the last day. So, by this point, we would have known everything like for this fall for for everything but of course in the time we're in right now we don't but we did get a glimpse of the playstation 5 today we don't know the date we don't know the pricing but we did get our first true look at playstation 5 chris i want to throw it to you for your thoughts on just the design of the console itself how are you feeling about it i like it i like it i think it's cool again i think it's a little bit futuristic looking uh it seems more just uh, it seems like a lot taller than any other um playstation before and i always i always get a kick out of a lot of these uh systems when they they show them for the first time they're always vertical and then nobody ever has them vertical <laughs> yeah i don't know if this one is intended to also be horizontal but if it is everybody's putting it horizontal it, but it, it can be i've seen it, it? it yeah there's somebody put a picture out it it looks a little weird i think horizontal i actually like it vertical because my pc that i have my actual uh, pc that i game on and all that is somewhat similar to that the way that it looks mm -hmm. it's thin like that and it's kind of tall and then even my playstation 4 I have the PlayStation 4 vertical, my Pro, and even the original one I always had vertical. My Xbox, though, I do keep flat. Um, yeah. But it's kind of just really just because of the setup where I am at my desk. So this will fit, you know, just perfect. Um, but they're actually coming out with two SKUs, which I thought was interesting yeah. right off the bat. Both the, the disc version that has, uh, it's uh, what, 8K or, or is it a 4K Blu-ray? I don't know if they said it went up to 8K I don't know. or 4K. Specs. Um, blu-ray but then they are going to have a discless version a full digital version of uh of the system which i'm sure will then save some cash and it's funny thinking back if we go all the way back to the launch of the last generation you know one of the big things was microsoft saying that everything had to be online all the time and everybody knew that it was probably pushing towards a digital future and getting rid of the discs and the used games in that and then as the years have gone on there is a discless xbox one that you can buy i don't think there's a playstation right now that you can buy um that is discless but it's like everybody now just kind of accepts it like yeah you, right. you know to save the money i don't need a disc because i mean you buy computers now like I, my mac that we bought a year and a half ago there's no disc drive in it yeah a lot of laptops now don't have a lot disc of laptops drives. don't have them right nope. and i think this will be like the litmus test for them going forward uh, and, and they can look at, like you, you said, uh, Xbox came out with one, but like how much after? Yeah, I mean, it was like fact. a year and a half ago, two years okay, ago. Okay, so the, like the, these, I'm assuming both of these are coming out the same time. Yeah, yeah. They will be able to gauge. They can look at raw data and see the sales and and, and how, where, where, where is the sales lie in the regular version versus the digital version? And if digital is just completely outselling the CD version, you're never going to see a CD version after that, if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, if going forward to, like, PlayStation 6. I mean, every so. every game I buy now just is digital. Like, I, I've pretty much yeah. ditched discs entirely. But, you know, you almost wonder, like, I guess the disc 
technically would add more because it is more hardware, but in the same sense, like the digital one, I would assume would have a bigger hard drive in it. You would think because, because you would think so. So you, so is it really going to be the same price? Like, what do you want? Point. Do you want do you want the hard drive space or do you want the disc? But then a lot of the games now actually have to still install, even if you yeah. run it off the disc. So in the end, it's like they still need the install space. So I don't know. Pricing is interesting. I mean, what do you think? Just kind of looking at what you have. I mean, the controller is very sleek. It's white. It's really neat looking console. It is. It is very nice. I mean, what do you think? Price point. Price wise. I mean, God, you, you can't you can't outprice this thing. It's not like, or maybe is this where you do it? Because there's there was a point where like you know cell phones went through the roof and people bought them because they know they need a cell phone. Right? Are video game consoles in that realm where they might bump this up a couple extra hundred dollars and be in the seven hundred dollar range? I don't know, man. There's a lot. This is like a computer. I mean, yeah. this is so. Or- Early on, it was reported people were thinking of all the components based on the specs that kind of leaked early that it was about 460 470 for the parts. Mm-hmm. So, like, they would basically need to sell it at, like, 500 minimum just to, you know, make a little bit of money at that point. So, it's like, right. I could see 500 from based on what they know of the Series X, which is the Xbox, like, beefy one that's coming out. That one has more horsepower seems to be the better of the two just based on specs alone so you would think that would be more expensive sony's failed before putting out a system at 599 with the ps3 like that was one of the the bad things about the ps3 and what made it fail pretty early on was that it was 599 yeah but we live in a different world now i mean i right the, i think i think 499 would be a sweet spot for them but I think they need to undercut the Xbox. So it all depends on what Microsoft does. Like if Microsoft goes 599, which they probably could, because they're they're putting out supposedly two SKUs, people are thinking as well. Like a beefier, almost like right now you have the Xbox One and the Xbox One X. The X or what will be the Series X will be the $600 one. And then the lesser one will be about 500. So mm-hmm. if they go 600 PS5 easily, or do they go 549? Like do they just try to just go a little bit cheaper? I don't know. I don't. Th- I, I I think just maybe because just the look of this thing is like futuristic. Like it's like it almost looks like in my mind when I when I read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, like this was the book. <laughs> it looks like the book. <laughs> yeah. Hitchhiker's Guide. So be, just be. I don't know. I, I think they're gonna go. They're gonna try to squeeze every dollar. I think. Th- I think they might go like six hundred bucks on this thing right off the gate. I know we live That's in a different a time, but I think they're banking on people, you know, the popularity of a new video game console and people wanting it. I think I think that's where they're going to head first right off the bat. Yeah. Now, one of the issues I think that they kind of had today, I mean, all these games looked great, but I think the one of the mainstream issues they're going to have is kind of proving why you need the system now. I mean, we have literally next week, The Last of Us 2 comes out. The game mm. looks incredible. Graphics yeah. look amazing. Why do you need a new system? You know, you got to prove it. And today with the stream, it was, and they announced this ahead of time, it was 1080p, 30 frames per second. Wasn't running at 60 frames and wasn't even 4K. So I think until people see games running in that, they're not going to understand it. So maybe when they start pushing out the commercials and they're showing some of the footage in that and people are watching on a 4K TV, maybe maybe you'll get it. Um, 
but uh i don't know it, but but it's slick man like you said like just kind of just looking at it it's nice it's something that you would say like oh yeah that's six hundred dollars like you could just yeah. look at it and you get that you know it looks new if right. somebody came over your house and you're like hey check this thing out they're gonna see that and that's the future you look at it yes that is a very slick futuristic form factor for this console so mm-hmm. um i think they nailed it with that but of course console doesn't matter unless you have the games and mm-hmm. uh some of these games i, I want to go through a lot of these because they, they had some games that just looked awesome i mean they kind of did the sony thing where they show you these games that are very artistic games you've never seen before and like for me that's why i've always loved kind of just a sony platform in general i mean i always was an xbox guy really until this last generation um or kind of going into the playstation 4 generation um until i started realizing just some of the the different style of games that they put out um but, um, you know, that's what they did today. They showed all, a whole bunch. But we'll, we'll kind of start from the big ones first. And uh, for me, the biggest one, and it was they showed it very early on. I think it was like the second game they showed. And that was Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales was announced. And Chris, like, from that moment, I was sold. Doesn't matter. They could have showed anything else. That completely sold me on the console. But... After watching it, I have some questions now because when you when you watch that trailer, as I'm, as just dumbfounded as I was and shocked that I was that we're getting this game this early because I didn't think we were going to see anything Spider-Man for a while, is mm. it said at the end, captured on PS5 and then in the in the little writing it said, um, so some lo- something about a logo and that it's part of the PS family of games or something like that. So it makes me wonder like, is this going to be a PS4 and a PS5 game? Oh. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't need to have the PS5. And even Insomniac tweeted, because we'll talk about Ratchet and Clank in a little bit. They showed a new Ratchet and Clank. Their tweet said, you know, play Ratchet and Clank exclusively on PlayStation 5. Mm -hmm. But for this game, it just said, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Can't wait for everybody to play it this holiday. And they they had the hashtag, like, Miles PS5, but they didn't say exclusive. Okay. So. So there you go. There's your question. Like, what is this? If this is your game. And it's out for PS4. You know what, what's what's the need to go get PS5 right away? I don't know There's because because so. I even stepped away from this. What games are coming out? I don't know launch titles like Horizon Zero Dawn. So glad we finally got a, premier, a, a glimpse of that. Horizon Two Forbidden West. It's called. Game looks freaking awesome. Again, looking gorgeous. Alloy looks incredible. But that's not going to be there at launch. I don't think. It never said play it this fall play at this holiday no no none of the wordage said can't wait for everybody to experience that this fall it was just like yeah. coming to playstation 5 okay so do i need and i don't want to jump into this like conversation what? right now but what do no, I, I need? Know. what do i need it for right in the beginning you know right um and when it when is this coming out when when are they the the, the console just when is uh fall holiday time so, so you, you don't even have a date for that yet no <laughs> And and you know what the more I thought I need about to it, plan like, my life here, PlayStation. I know what's going on. <laughs> but wouldn't it with with Miles? Like, wouldn't it make sense for them to put it on both? Because the the amount of people that played yeah. that original Spider-Man game, I mean, they were selling consoles for it. You know, mm. around Christmas time, where pretty much every PlayStation you bought was coming with Spider-Man, and just the popularity of it to limit it to the select the the limited amount of consoles they're going to have this fall. Because they've already said we're not even going to be able to push out as many consoles as we did for the ps4 this go around not only because of just i guess they weren't able to do it because of the the technology that's built into them but then now you layer on top of this the pandemic 
the you know delay in production of factories yeah. not being open things like that so why would you limit yourself on the amount of sales you could have or if you put this on both consoles i mean any any ps4 owner is probably gonna buy miles oh, absolutely because it's gonna be and incredible you, and yeah and and you are gonna have some pissed off fans if you just put this on the ps5 and you're limiting uh yeah. the amount that of consoles that you're putting out uh yeah you're gonna have some angry fans so because i i just looked at you know obviously after all this stuff was announced every social media platform was just like inundated with ps5 and all you know the console and the games and i just perused like some of the comments and you know the 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 post was like you know what are you most excited about overwhelmingly the majority was this game yeah overwhelmingly yep and i would just scroll and stop and there'd be like you know three four uh, posts like uh, in in my on my screen, and three out of the four said Spider Man. Scroll again, three of the four. Said, um, so people are wanting this game. So it's it, I really wasn't even thinking about any of that stuff till you just start talking about it. But I can't imagine that they would would limit it to PS Five, knowing that PS Five is going to be limited to begin with. Yep. You're going to have some angry fans if they do that. I got to tell you, man. Like Spider Man, probably. It's in my top five video games of all time. Like I'm, th- I'm just Good throwing one. that out there, and I would yeah. almost argue to say it might even crack the top three. Like that wow. game is just incredible. I, I adore that game. It is mm. so, it's just perfect. Like as great as the Batman games were, and what you know Arkham and all those games did for Batman, this game did the same thing, but just for Spider Man, and it's. I don't know, like like Batman is more about like countering moves and like waiting for the enemies to make their move. Where mm-hmm. in, in Spider-Man, you're just straight offense. Like you're just wrecking through enemies and it's so much fun. You can't play that game and have a smile on your face. I saw a video the other day, actually. I don't know why and how, how this came across my Twitter feed, but it was like somebody just saying, you know, my nephew or someone playing PlayStation or playing Spider-Man for the first time. It was this little kid. He was like four years old, probably never even touched a controller. And you... The, the guy just had the camera on him and he just said like, okay, press it again. Press it again. And a little kid, you could see he's sitting there going like, ah, with a big smile. And then he would go to the screen real quick and you see it. He was playing Spider-Man. You see Spider-Man flipping and then back to the little kid right. playing it. It's just, it, it's such a joy to play that game. And now knowing that, that we're getting the Miles game, which Miles was in the original Spider-Man. That was one of the threads kind of left from that last game. We're getting that now. And it's, mm. oh man, I can't wait to play that. Mm. So uh, honestly, if it's PS5 exclusive, I'm, I'm going to get a PlayStation really? 5. If it is, I'm going to get a, a PlayStation 5 this holiday, like regardless. Okay. But if Throwing it's not, if it's not, <clears throat> I could, I think I can wait. I think I, and I, I want to say I'm probably even quoted on this show when we talked about the PS5 before. I think I probably said if Spider-Man 2 is there, which I think that the way they're wording this, this doesn't seem like it's Spider-Man 2. This is like an, an offshoot yeah. of, you know, of that game, mm-hmm. um, which I think makes me think more why it's probably coming in the PlayStation 4 as well. But I think I'm on record saying if Spider-Man's coming on the PS5, that's the only game that will get me there day one. Wow. So we'll see. Big words, big words. Um, right. and like we mentioned, Horizon Zero Dawn, that looks great. Another surprise, man, I didn't expect this game at all, was uh, the new Resident Evil. Oh, my God. God, dude. Village. That was like That looked incredible. I mean, you, you know, you hear a lot of a lot of times that video games like the trailers for video games look like movies. This takes the cake in a video game resembling a movie. 
because this trailer was like every horror fans like dream man yeah wow and and like i had no you, did you know what resident did they say resident evil game was coming I out had for no clue at all no. all right so yeah i mean like just watching this i'm like okay yeah i'm, I'm playing this game because this is freaking awesome and then they say they they had the title. It just said Village in the beginning. Yeah. And then and then you just thought the name of the game was Village. And then they showed like an, I think they showed like another quick scene. And then they went back to the title screen and had R E eight in the bottom. And you're like, <laughs> I'm getting a play PS five for for this game. Like this would be my Spider Man for you. Yeah. Wow. That it, it, I mean it's all cinematic and stuff like that. Right. And, and yeah. but just what a Resident Evil game should be on like a next gen console will, will be mind blowing. Yeah. Mind blowing. Can't wait for now that. chances are this game and I'm sure it's probably already out there. I would assume it's gonna be multi platform. So I don't think it's exclusive to the PlayStation, but of course they revealed it there and just looked <clears throat> looked awesome. I was getting ready actually it's funny you said that how they it said village first and then kinda went away. I started typing because we had a Discord chat going with everybody and I started getting ready to say like you know, oh, M. Night Shyamalan, like, rebooting the village or something. And then this said Resident Evil, and I was yeah. like, oh, wow. that's what that is. Now, was that a werewolf that was that's in there? It. I mean, it was howling like one, wasn't it? Well, I mean, you think Resident Evil, we always think of zombies. Zombies, right. Are yeah. Werewolves now in Resident I Evil? I don't like, know, man. I don't and, know. And maybe they were there before. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm not a huge Resident Evil player. I'm not big into the lore. I know... Uh, our one uh, Discord member, uh, J17 Falcon, he loves Resident Evil, so I'm sure he yeah. can probably uh, correct now, us on that. But, and then at the very end, like you just hear like a character say like, like Chris, and it's you know Chris Redfield's in there. And I haven't followed Resident Evil in a while. I, has he been gone for a long time? I don't know, man. And now he's back. And then he just unloads on somebody next to him, like just pumps like six shots right into a dead body right next to him. <laughs> like this game's awesome. This is gonna be the greatest game ever. Now somebody in our Discord chat mentioned that they thought this could potentially be a prequel to Resident Evil Four. Because Resident Evil Four, if you remember, you're kinda out of the city, you're kinda out and getting into yeah, some of the oh, yeah. like r- rural areas. So that would be an interesting take if this is kind of like the fall of all of that. And maybe hmm. that's how Chris Redfield somehow is tied to that. I don't I don't know. I, I don't I'm not huge into the Resident Evil lore. Yeah. But regardless, the game just looks like Wow. Yeah. That that game looks fantastic. Um in typical PlayStation fashion, of course, they have to show a driving game, Grand Turismo <laughs> Seven. Am I the only one that's never impressed by <laughs> never any did. even even like when Xbox shows Forza, I'm just not impressed. They nah. all they've always looked good. Every time I, I see one of these games, I know you can go back through the years. And, you know, if you go back 10 years or even five years, yes, the games look better now than they did then. But at the time when they show them, they just look good. Like, they look great. Like, I don't uh, yeah. know. I, these but, never do anything for me, man. What is the draw from year to year for a racing game? It's I don't know. It's the same as like a Madden or whatever. I same wanted, thing, man. And that's what I was thinking. I was thinking the same thing. Like, sure, I improved graphics and stuff like that. But I think we're kind of past that as like really a big selling point. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, there's always a a a racing game within the first half hour of any of these presentations, <laughs> just to get it over with, because they know there's some people that. But you want know what? To, I mean, uh, this, this should show you that it sells. Like, there's they big, sell. big there's fans a... of those games. They love the physics. It's always about the car physics, and and 
you know, for those gearheads, they love to just go in there and tweak the cars and feel them in the, uh, you know, turns in the corners and all that. People love that stuff. I don't know. I guess. It's not us, man, but people get it, but it never does anything for me. Um, We mentioned uh, Ratchet and Clank, the new Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart game. Um, This game just looked awesome. Oh, it looks fun. just looks like a great stuff going on everywhere. Yep. looks really fun. I think Insomniac's going to nail it again with that. I, you know, I didn't play the, I guess, kind of remake of the original one on PS4. I think they actually released it on uh, PlayStation Plus, so I have it. Um, but it, watching it made me like want to go back and actually uh, play through that, so I may do that uh, at some point. Uh, they did announce Demon's Souls. They are doing a full remake of that. Uh, that had been rumored, I think, for a little while that that was going to potentially be coming. Um, they showed Deathloop. Which was a the new Arcane Studios? Those are the guys that made Dishonored. Do you remember Dishonored at all? I think oh yeah, they, yeah. Oh yeah. So, so they're doing this is, and when you watch kind of the gameplay of it, it looked very similar to that, where they were kind of like pointing up at the ceiling, and it looked like they were kind of just in um, almost like a sandbox area where it's like, hey, here's your objective, figure it out. Like, how are you going to mm-hmm. do it? Are you going to be stealth? Stealth? Are you going to go in guns blazing? But it seemed like the hook of this was. You die, you redo it again, and it almost seemed like there was this one female character that was like chasing down you. So it's like almost like someone is tracking you while you're trying to do this. And I don't know, it's kind of how it came across for me, but um, definitely looked like it could be a fun, interesting game. And of course, that's coming from Bethesda. Uh, they did show the new NBA 2K with Zion Williams. <laughs> sweat, the most realistic Zion Williams sweat you've ever seen, <laughs> um, blowing his sneakers out. Um, so that was kind of interesting to see that. Uh, my son, of course, immediately was like, "Oh yeah, NBA 2K because he's huge." I didn't. Why? I didn't know he was. I don't think I ever knew that. Right, he, dude, he's Madden, was... NBA, and uh, Fortnite. Those are his games. He's just I didn't know he was big in the NBA. I oh, didn't yeah. know that. Can, can his he... little player, Cameron Turcotte, is he goes online, plays one on one. You know, we've yeah. never talked about it. What these 2K games are like? A lot of them really are yeah. just big advertising platforms because you can play the game. Like you would normally do, normally do a basketball game, but then you can create your character, and mm-hmm. it's almost like an MMO. You create your character, you go into, and you can you sign contracts with teams. You play, and when he plays, he only plays when he's on the court. Mm-hmm. So like he'll play for a little bit, and then the coach will pull him out, and then it'll like fast forward like oh, wow. to the second quarter. But then in between, he does a press conference. Then he goes to like this little area where he walks around with like advertisements for like Gatorade and Verizon, and they're constantly changing that. His cell phone rings in the game, and he'll get, like, offers for, like, endorsements that he can accept or or not accept. You can go buy T-shirts for your guy. You can, And there's other people walking around, so it's almost like this social space. He goes over to the little court. He can do play horse, do one-on-one, 3v3, 5v5, if there's enough people there that want to play 5v5. Wow. So, like, you don't even have to play so, the regular game playing, like, in the NBA. You can just, like, right. hang out online. It's wow. crazy. It's, it's literally like was, a, a NBA MMO. It's nuts. Was 2K – I remember, like, one of the last uh, NBA games that I played This was years ago. Like, you started out in, like, uh, like a suite or something like that. Like, your apartment. Yeah. And you could, like, outfit your apartment. I don't know if it was 2K or I'm something I'm sure like it that. was, because I don't think, think NBA Live ever did anything like that. I think NBA Live nah. was pretty pretty straight. Well, I didn't know. Does he actually yeah. like like the real NBA, or he just uh, likes the game? Eh, I mean, we'll watch, like, yeah. playoffs. Usually we watch, and we watch, yeah. um, like, the Warriors. He likes watching the Warriors, because Steph Curry just being from Charlotte. So a lot of people around yeah. here, and, like, people all are about Steph Curry. So Right. Um, and then the Hornets. I mean, we, we've been to a couple Hornets games, but... 
we don't usually other than we'll just watch like playoffs in the finals and not, and not even all, always it'll be like whenever it's like game six or game seven like kind of online like the big ones right, yeah, right. We'll watch and that's it okay right. so, but he likes the game plays games. all right cool uh let's see they kicked it off and this had me cracking up they kicked it off with uh gta 5 is coming to the playstation 5 and they announced that gta online is just gonna be free <laughs> for everybody so the, the, the cash cow that is GTA 5 that just continues to make Rockstar literally millions upon millions of dollars um, is going to mm. be free. So there you go. Take that for what it is. Yeah. Uh, they announced a new um, game from uh, – who the hell is the developer of this game? Um, Little Big Planet, folks. Um, Sackboy, A Big <laughs> Adventure is a new game. So it's like a, a little platformer Sackboy game, which I think is kind of cool. I mean – I do. Little Big Planet – you know, for what it was, Sackboy as a ma- mascot, very neat. But I think giving him his own little game that's more of a directed, not a Mario style game, but you know, has a little story to it and story beats like that. I think is cool. Um, right. And uh, you know, he he needs to finally shine. I think because they they've been pushing trying to make him like their their Mario, and it just doesn't seem to stick. Well, because they haven't done anything like this, I don't think have they? They've not really like given this, him his no. own game like this. So yeah. he's right now he's just a figurehead for a game that you don't necessarily need him in so uh yeah it looks kind of fun uh we got hitman 3 is coming uh so that's from uh, io interactive those guys i'm uh, just continuing to put those games out you don't know how those previous games go the last game i've tried to get into so many hitman games and it just doesn't work for me the last game though was like a live service game so you kind of bought into it and then they would put yeah. out like every week or two like scenarios that people had to go, and then they even got like celebrities involved, or you had to like assassinate celebrities, and like they would make the levels all crazy. So it's kind of neat how they've recently, or how they've done it uh, over the last few mm. years here. Um, but yeah, I, I've always tried to get into them too, but I never, yeah, never stuck. Nope. Uh, let's see this other interesting game, Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, which is, I don't even know what to say about that game. It was just a wacky, crazy game, but it looked it looked cool as hell. Whatever was happening. Um. We did finally see some uh, good gameplay of Godfall. This is the new game coming from Gearbox. But I got to say, man, like as cool as that game looks, the tone from the trailer was just not what I was expecting at all. It was like almost, I don't even know how to explain it. Like it just, it just made it seem like it was just like a, and this is kind of a bad term, but like a dude bro game. <laughs> <laughs> which it, it isn't i know but i don't know like it just didn't feel like i when i first saw screenshots of this i was like that's gonna have that feel of like like when you log into destiny the first time you hear that like epic like orchestral music and it's like yeah badass like we're gonna do this and everybody looks all epic this looks like yeah. that but it didn't sound like that and it was just like okay this is the gearbox corny over the top borderlands layer coming over this godfall game and it's like is that what this is gonna be I really hope not. I hope the game isn't so far from any of that. But uh, uh, yeah, this, this doesn't really do much. I'm watching the trailer right now. I'm yeah. not. Well, I it's, mean, I, it's supposed to be. So, I think it's like a destiny. It's like a third person. Like you're going out on missions cooperatively, getting gear, and like that's really? cool. Like I'm down for that because it looks neat. Like the characters, all that stuff looks yeah. neat. But like if the tone of it is just going to be silly, like it looks like Bayonetta with men. <laughs> 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 with clothes, armored men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not naked women with long hair. Right. 
I don't know. I mean, this was the one that had like the rap music in it, right? Yes. It just didn't fit. It didn't the, fit. Like you said, That's what no, I'm saying, bro. It didn't like, fit the mold in the song. It was the, it was Gearbox. Like, just what are you doing? Like, they just <laughs> I don't get it. Gearbox is honestly, and I hate to say this, but because back in the day, like the original Borderlands, I loved Borderlands Two when it released it was just hit or miss for me, kind of throughout. And and ever since then, Gearbox has just left bad taste in my mouth with. I don't know. I don't find their humor all that funny that much anymore. It's like, not. Well, if that. Yeah. I mean, it, that that type of humor just wears thin for me. It yeah. was it was fun the first time. And like you're saying, like second time I was like, all right, joke's old. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. But I think like they came out with I mean, you weren't really following games. Then, but like Battleborn came out was a miss. Yeah. The Alien Colonial Marines was a miss. Duke Nukem yeah. was a train wreck. Oh, like, wow. you know, Randy Pitchford. And his little uh, uh, child pornography USB drive that he left on an airplane is just a mess. Oh, Not paying the employees like they should. Supposedly smuggling money. Like it's just like there's so oh, much God. around Gearbox, and so it's like this. And, and then again, that's Randy Pitchford. A lot of that probably. But it, you know, yeah. then you got this game that looks great, and then they just presented in what is the wrong way. Like I just, yeah. it just didn't fit. Yeah, it was weird. It's like I, I don't know. It's, it was just weird. Um, this other game, Pragmata, it was called. I don't really oh, know what to say about man. this game. I thought it was like a Destiny character in the middle of town, town um, or in the middle of Times Time Square. Square. And then this little girl walks up, and then something happens, and oh they go my to the God. moon, and like, it's like, what is this game? I don't know. Like when I first, when when he stands up, and they kind of, it's almost like you know, like third person. For a split second, I'm like, oh, this looks like Dead Space. So it looks like a, like a yeah, new, like yeah, he almost looks did. like a new like Dead Space character. Yeah, and then the girl shows up, and then this cat shows up, which you can like you can like see through. And he's like mechanical, <laughs> and then it goes from yeah, like they're in Times Square to they're just like morphing like through the air, and then they end up on like the moon. I'm assuming it's the moon, and I don't know how they got there. It uh, looks dude, awesome. dude, I like this. Uh, this is the stuff I like. Yep. Um, the next or another game here they announced was Astro's Playroom, which is, uh, I think we talked about Sackboy trying to be the mascot. They've been forcing Sackboy trying to make him the mascot. I am making an appeal to everyone to make the mascot Astrobot because Astrobot is the man. Uh, if you have a PSVR, you know who Astrobot is. Um, and they're preloading Astrobot's Playroom on every PS5. So Astrobot's always kind of been there to like show you the ropes of the new content or the new piece of hardware. And that's what he is for the PSVR. That's what he's going to be now for the new DualSense controller. And uh, this looks to be just a fun game with Astrobot. So I think this is just kind of neat. It's going to be preloaded on there. I think that's cool. <laughs> so, so you can buy a PS5, have this game, and have GTA 5 for nothing. Yeah. And you have two games and you could never buy a game for the rest of your PS5 career. And, okay. and if you have PlayStation Plus, then you just get games every month for free. Too. Right. And I think these are backwards compatible, so I think you'll get like all your PS4 games and all that and still play. All right. Good deal. Cool. Uh, new Oddworld they showed, Oddworld Soulstorm, which to that me, I, cool. I put it in our chat, it looks like Oddworld Lemmings. You remember Lemmings? It was like I those little like, dudes walking around and you kind of had to get them through without that many dying. It looked like that. Like it was uh, one of the odd, bunch of Oddworld characters. You kind of got to get them through the level. That looks cool. um, but graphically, yeah, it looked, looked pretty neat. Um, Returnal uh, was announced, and this is coming from Housemark, which is funny talking about games early on or being free. The first PlayStation Plus game for the PS4 was Resogun, 
made by Housemark, and it was that game where you were that little ship, and you kind of went around in a circle, and there were like you were just oh, blowing yeah. stuff up, and it was voxels. So it was all those little cubes just exploding, and it was basically showing the power of the system because they could they could have like however many hundreds of thousands of voxels on screen at once, and they all had their own individual physics. So now they're coming out with this. So this almost looks like Resogun. You stepped out of your ship and you're on these planets. <laughs> Dude, this game looked great. This was one of the yeah, first games weird. they showed early on. This I, I don't know what was happening with this this game, but it looked it looked awesome. Yeah. Um, they showed Destruction All Stars. That to me just would look like a corny Whatever. twisted metal knockoff. Smash your car and stuff. Um, Project Athea is a new game coming from Square. I actually got an email uh, after this from Square. Um, just like a you know consumer email basically saying like hey check out the new trailer for our new game and uh it says it's being designed exclusively for, for playstation 5 don't really know much about what it is but it's graphically that game looked that was the game yeah, i think good. i said it looked to me like that was what we saw in that unreal demo where the girl the unreal, oh, where she's like true. flying yeah, and all right. that stuff this reminded yeah, me because yeah, yeah. it was third okay. person it was a female character the, the it looked like it was running on unreal 5 um i don't know that game just looked graphically blew me away i don't know what's going on in the game but it looked cool mm-hmm. um the game stray which is kind of this weird little artistic game you know come and you play this but what i think is going to be interesting about that game is you play a stray cat but every all the characters around you are robots did you notice yeah, that they were i so did you yes. were a biological character and i bet you that game is going to be you figuring out like what happened why so are like every, you a, every, why are you a, a living creature and everybody yeah. else is robots like humanity died, and yeah. now you, you know what would be really cool if you were given nine lives in this game. Oh, that would be neat. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then if you die, then you become a robot cat. Yeah, you become kibble. <laughs> <laughs> um, they showed uh, this game too. Looked awesome. Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. I liked this one. This I think I said what well, it was like Pixar of the game, but it was. It looked like just yeah. a, a Pixar movie, and it, it, it did. just looked awesome this is uh says it is confirmed to be a playstation 5 console exclusive um and it's just they showed this really just very um cartoony i say cartoony but i it looks like a pixar character running around through this forest with gorgeous lighting gorgeous characters all these little like um little monster things kind of running around her but then at times you see her fighting these monsters it just looks really really cool yeah it seems like one of those games that like the the lead character is like almost like an orphan or something like that like you know doesn't have anything just kind of out on her own and she just has all these powers that she doesn't really know how to control and do anything with and she's just confronted with wave after wave of just craziness like yeah out in the world and she's got to fight it so yeah it looks looks really cool looks like a fun game um other than that a couple other little indie games kind of thrown in there um the hell is this volcano high thing? What is that? I, it looked like just a was that? weird adventure game, man. I don't know. <laughs> the, the game I want to but, talk about was one at the very bottom, Bug Snacks. I think I missed that. Did you, oh my god! Chris. I think it, it's right, literally. I, can, I think I said it was like it's from the guys that made Octodad, which is just right there should tell you everything you need to know. But <laughs> it's a game where you it looks like you play a character and you're eating these little. I guess they're literally bugs, but they're shaped like snacks. And they did the, the trailer. Just this little character is talking to you. It looks like a little walrus, but then they just kept saying bug snacks, <laughs> and it was just like, 
why are we eating bug snacks? And somebody in our Discord said, like, well, how much were they smoking when they, like, made this game? Like, how high did they have to be to be making bug snacks? Oh, my God. I can't, it won't play for some reason. I don't know why. Just, ah, whatever. And you gotta I think it's it funny that they keep saying bug snacks. <laughs> There's a reason why it's the very last game uh, listed on here. Oh, that's great. Yeah. But there you go, man. So uh, PlayStation 5. Again, my question, what is coming day one out of all these games? What's coming well, day one? I mean, if you don't, if we don't have a release for the console itself and you see over and over in these games. Oh, here we go. Here's the gameplay of this Bugsnax thing. What the hell is going <laughs> You're on? You're not going to see anything. You, you got to no, listen to it. But... Yeah. All right. Um, so many in 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 like the uh, announcements and stuff like that just said holiday 2020. So I am willing to bet anything that says holiday 2020 uh, is also a day one release. Yep. That'd be my guess. Bugsnax day one. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be, in, in the end, I think it's more just, you know, maybe there's uncertainty around with what's happened and people trying to finalize and, and get all the bugs out of the games and go gold. Like, they just, they don't know what games are going to be their day one, so they can't really, yeah. you know, be, be putting that out there. But, uh, yeah, we'll see, man. You know, so far for me, depending on what's their day one, I don't know if this will be a day one purchase, I know we talked about it here before in the show about even whether we need to be getting something day one. Um, my son told me recently he wants to get one like day one. Mm, he really? was talking, uh, yeah, about like a week or so ago, he wants to get a nice monitor and one of these. So that was, I was kind of like, all right, well, if you get one of those, then I'll get the Xbox. And then this way we'll have one of each. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like, he's only getting this because he wants to play Fortnite 60 frames a second. And what he thinks he can play like, 200 frames a second on a new monitor or something i'm like oh, okay. dude like come on like yeah, yeah, yeah that's all you're buying it for like you really don't need to buy it like that's yeah. that's silly but hey whatever so uh we shall see but a lot of yeah. exciting games there and then the, you know the, the future is bright definitely uh for the playstation for sure um real quick here before we move on to the a game that chris and i want to be or have been playing here and, and want to talk a little bit about i do want to mention the destiny updates because dude we're already 45 minutes into the show we're like running along here so uh yeah. quick destiny updates because i do want to pick your brain on this they announced the new expansion for this fall it's called destiny 2 beyond light uh we are going to europa which is awesome so we're going to uh you know one of the moons one of the, the ice planets or ice moons that we've been hearing about forever this chris goes back to guardian radio early days where there was concept art that showed Europa, showed the ice planet. We're, we're finally going there. Mm. And um, it's continuing the story. The pyramid ships are coming in. So the darkness is finally coming. We're getting word that we're going to have a new subclass that's going to be focused around the darkness. So as the game has always been, the Guardians yield the light. Now you get to yield the darkness. Uh, they're adding a whole new element in stasis. So for those Guardian Radio listeners out there, I'm super hyped for this. Like immediately it's that time of year where Bungie knows just how to tingle those hype sensors and every destiny fan immediately. was like, that looks amazing. So I've spent the last two days playing a lot of destiny. That's just the way that it is. It's that time of year. Thank you, Bungie for doing your yearly. Yes, that you always right, do. Right, right. But the other interesting things they did was they just went up, went ahead and announced the next two expansions for 21 and 22. Oh, wow. Did it. Tell you what, okay. they're already coming out. They know what it is. So we got the Witch Queen, which is coming in 2021. 
And then we have Lightfall, which is coming 2022. They made a commitment saying that we're fully committed to Destiny 2. We could do a Destiny 3, but if we did, it would be, we basically have to throw everything out and start over again. We don't want to do that. We're committed to Destiny 2. This is where we're going. Here's the expansion. So basically, proving to people we're in. They announced it is coming to the PS5 and the new Xbox, which shouldn't be surprising to anyone, but it is going to be 60 frames a second. Is going to be 4K, all that. So like it is now on PC, it will be on consoles, which is awesome. But here's the interesting part, and this is what I want to get your take on. They mentioned that they're committed to Destiny 2, but the game is just so big. The technology that they use to make the game just makes it where the destinations and everything are just too large. So what they're going to do is starting this fall, they're going to have something called the Destiny Content Vault. And they're literally going to take locations that are in the game right now, throw them away. Wow. Strikes, raid, gone. But, and, and, and what's going to be in there is Nessus, which is an area that's in there now, the European Dead Zone, which is Earth, the Dreaming City, Tangled Shore, the Moon, which just came out last year. Europa is going to be the new area, but there's going to be another new area. And that's the Cosmodrome from Destiny 1. I remember that. So what they're doing is by vaulting these old spaces or basically locations that nobody really, there's no reason to go there really anymore outside of it's just, there's more strikes to go, but it's not really end game areas. This is their way of now being able to bring destiny one content because none of those areas outside of the moon that they kind of re-release, but it's still a little bit different in destiny two. They can bring back those old areas, bring back those old strikes and even bring in those old raids that, Really, PC players have never played before, and we get to see it now in Destiny 2 with literally, obviously, the better graphics and all of that. What do you think of that idea of throwing away content and basically well, cutting it off to bring in other content, I guess? But but are they – you say that they're cutting off content forever? Or like you said, like they're putting it it's almost like Disney <laughs> – Yeah. Like Disney puts, you know, Snow White right. in the vault for a little while yep. to 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 really set the market. I think it's genius. Yep. I think it's a genius idea because you you are create you're gonna take something away from people. You're gonna take some setting or uh, gameplay mode that people love and adore, and you are going to remove it. And you are going to piss those people off for a little while, but you're going to give them something else to play and say, you, you can have this and, and, and you're going to learn to love this. And then have they said they, they probably haven't, but they haven't said really like if when they take something away they they haven't really said how long it'll be away for. Right. They're probably not going to do that. They haven't said, but what I thought and what I've been thinking is what's going to be interesting is they can then take those areas away, make some changes, do some things. Yeah. Right. Two That's, years from now, Bring them back, and then right. it's totally changed. There, there's exactly. new story beats there. There's new things happening in those areas, which I think is cool that they can do right. that. Then, well, and that—that's—I was gonna say that, and that's—that's that's a great idea. But like you said, Destiny is massive now, right? Yep, it's huge. So uh, make people play the different aspects of the game. Isn't this a way to do that? Yeah. Is this a way to like say like, hey, you you might like just this one style? Or this one, uh, you know, I, I don't re re know the ups and downs of Destiny, obviously. But if you take something away from someone that they, that's that's what they go into Destiny to play, you're forcing them to play 
different aspects of the game, which is a risk, but they might actually turn people on to that. But here, so here's the counter argument. Okay. I'm with you on that. I, I think this is a cool idea. It keeps things fresh, keeps things current. It's a great way for when someone comes in new, it's less confusing by ha- having less areas and places to go. But what's outraged some players is I bought that game. I paid for that. Now I can't play it. Yes, you can. No, I can't. I can't. I can never go back to IO or Titan right now. Like I want to go to IO because that vendor has. She is selling gear no. that you can only buy from her. She's gone. No, no, no. I want to go there. I can't do it. I you want to do play those Destiny. strikes. There were two strikes there. I can't do it. I you're want to run the Destiny. Leviathan raid. It's gone. I can't run the Leviathan raid. But you're still playing Destiny. No, but I, not, I, that's what I want to do though. Right, I, and you bought Destiny, and you're still playing. When you hit start, you're still playing Destiny. But you're I'm not, not playing. Doing the raid, you're not. I can't do what I want to do. Oh, sorry, <laughs> it's, it's got taken away from you. Sorry. Play play a different aspect of the game. I'm sorry that you don't you don't have the level and the raid that you like. There's other freaking raids out there that you can play. Go play that one. <laughs> it's, it's this, I'm you just playing Devil's Advocate, game. obviously. No, I know but, you are. I know you are. But that but that's I, the mentality that people are saying is like, why can't we play? And, and you know, look, I've been playing a hell of a lot of MMOs over this past year. And that's where I'm, I don't want to say I'm kind of confused, but it's like, I'll go, I've been playing World of Warcraft, dude. Mm-hmm. Game's been out f- over 15 years, 16 years. I can still go back to that first area. And that game is not 150 gigs on my hard drive. It's still 500 gigs or, or you know, 50 gigs or 50, yeah. 60 gigs, whatever it is. Now, part of that is it's not as graphically intense, intensive. It doesn't have massive 4K quality graphics, all that stuff. Right. But it's like I would almost wonder would they be better served to then just rehaul the whole engine? Because I think that's part of it. And we've heard this for years that they have an issue with the tech that they use it takes them a long time to make the things. It takes them a long time to, you know, process it and condense it down. And that's part of this. As they said, like, our game is big. And if we keep it as it is and add this new content, it could be like 200 gigs. You thought Modern Warfare was big? Like, this would just yeah. be massive. So it's like, by, yeah. us, by them pulling that stuff out, they can keep it at a reasonable size. So but in the same really sense, no it's choice. like, yeah. really, that's what they're saying. So it was either right. do this or rehaul the whole thing. And it's like, I almost wonder, like, would it be better just to rehaul the whole thing and then just (laughs) jump back in? But in the same sense, I think this is a smart way to do it, especially if they, it's a great way to bring in Destiny 1 stuff. I mean, that right there is huge. The fact Mm -hmm. that you can, like, the Vault of Glass, the first raid in Destiny, it's the the most iconic raid in the game. There are people that play that, are playing Destiny on PC right now that have never experienced it. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to, I can't wait to do it again with my buddies, like, on uh, in this new generation, it's going to be great. And, you know, they're going to, I'm sure, up it. They mentioned they're going to make changes and tweaks to it. So it's the same raid, but with different enemies. And you know there's going to be loot drops and all that stuff. Right. That's cool. I think that's great. It's a great way to bring that content in. And it's a great way to introduce, you know, just just the stuff that's going away. They can reintroduce it back in, hopefully, with new content in it. So areas that are going away, like Titan and IO, they can bring back and things have changed when it comes back. And 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 think about down the road. All, all we're thinking about right now is like the beginning of this and what are they going to take away first. But think about, say, like two years from now when they bring something back. And 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 That's I keep going saying, back to the man. I keep going back to the Disney thing. Like when a movie comes out, people are like, "Oh my God, The Lion King is out of the vault. We have to go buy it now." 
the hype that is going to be around these events that they are returning to people is going to be massive. Yep. And 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 it's that's only then going to benefit them financially, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's smart. Long term, it's smart. Short term, it's going to piss a lot of people off, but people will adapt. It's fine. Like they'll get into a, a a cycle of it. I am assuming they're 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 letting you know when they're going to remove things. Oh, yeah. It's not I, just going to like you turn it on and like they removed it. I think it's all so. going to be like day one of Beyond Light, which is a new expansion. Old stuff gone, new stuff in, and that's going to be mm-hmm. it. So, I like it. It's cool, Smart man. I, you know, Bungie they're they're doing something pretty interesting. I think I don't. They're really, as far as I know, this really hasn't been done like that before, especially to pull in content from an original game into a sequel like that. You know, I think yeah. it's just a neat way to do it. It's kind of uncharted territory they're going into. So, um, yeah, good on them, man. And like I said, they got my hype, my hype machine going. Um, all right, well, Chris, we're almost at an hour here. So let's, uh, we're going to, long story short, in San Diego Comic-Con, it's going to be virtual. They're going to probably have panels online. Very cool. Check it out. I think that's obviously the, the way they need to do it, of course, in this pandemic. Rather than straight up cancel it, mm-hmm. roll it that way. That's cool. But I want to talk about this game that we've been playing. We, we talked, mm-hmm. we spent this whole show talking about PlayStation 5 and the future of video games and, and even Bungie here and what they're doing with Destiny. But I want to talk about a game that we both kind of dabbling in and and I, I don't know what made me really fired up other than that I've been reading I got back into reading Leviathan Wakes which is the first Expanse book and was like I, we sat at the pool the other day and read like 80 pages and was like I need to play something in oh space goodness. that's not <laughs> destiny that's not an action I need to pilot yeah. a ship I need to be like in charge of something like what can I do so the first thing I did was I downloaded Star Trek Fleet Command which I'm sure everybody has seen countless commercials for Mm-hmm. any social media thing you're on any youtube or whatever you're on you're on the app store or whatever device you have you see that it's a cool game it's fun i'm directing ships around i got my own little fleet of ships very cool but then that got me thinking about like what it what is like the pinnacle of a game like this what is the game that people always point to there's only one game that came to mind and i've tried before to get into this game and i just said you know what screw it i'm gonna i'm gonna dive in and try to give this game a, a its fair share that's Eve Online, mm. 15-year-old game. I think it's even longer than that now. I think it's been around like 16, 17 years. The, the ultimate like spreadsheet slash drop-down menu game that people always oh call it. Oh, my God, it. yeah. Dude, I've spent like probably seven or eight hours, and I'm going to put in quotes, quote-unquote playing that game this week, but I can't, like I shut it off, and I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Like really, because the yeah. way that game works, it's real time. So it's like when I'm, like, uh, you know, making something. Like earlier, I had, and, and for people that aren't familiar, Eve Online is like this. It's literally just a huge universe of people. You go in, you have these ships, and you go out mining. You can go out on bounties. You can go out just transporting stuff. You can go out exploring, all different things you can do with your character. But you're literally just directing a ship. And you're outfitting your ship with the money you find, or maybe you just blow up someone else's ship and steal their stuff. And then the game is built around like corporations, which is almost mm. like guilds, but they're just massive, like hundreds of people. And like some of the corporations may just be about making money. And all they do is they set up stations and they hire other players to move stuff between their stations or to go mining and process stuff at their factories. Like it's it's just a weird game. And I, I urge people just to look into it. But like the way it works in the real world sense is like, like I said, I went on a mining thing. I went on a bounty to build a ship 
for this tutorial. It was still part of like a tutorial career path for the the mining. And the final quest was like, you have to make this ship. So I spent like an hour and a half going out mining for the resources to create the stuff. And when I say like mining, it's literally you lock onto an asteroid, hit the button for mining. And then I sit there doing nothing for like Mm -hmm. eight minutes, hoping nobody else or no like NPCs warp into the area and see me and try to kill me. And if they do, then I got to run like hell or try to fight them or still try to run like hell. But then other than that, I just sit there and watch the little bar on the screen move. Right. And that's it. And then I go back, I get a blueprint, I put in my resources, and then it tells me it's an hour and a half for that ship to be built. So I just shut the game off and like went out, went (laughs) went for my run this morning, cut the grass and all that, came back in, fired it up. There was the ship, moved it over to my hangar. Completed the bounty, and that's what I did. And you had a nice, relaxing mission. <laughs> it was chill. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Chris? But, I've introduced you to Eve, and like, you were kind of dabbling so, in it, and then all this week you've been sending me like, dude, I'm watching this guy's videos. I'm watching this guy's yeah. videos. This game so, is amazing. So we play games like differently. Like you, you dive right in, and and you know, like, you know, you're deeper into to all this stuff than I am. So you know, like, terminology right off the bat, and a game like this that is so like detailed, um, I I know I would have if I just jumped right in, <clears throat> um, even though they have a tutorial and they kind of walk you through it, I knew I would have gotten lost. So I said, let me look up some videos on like really like the gist of this game. And I found this guy. I don't even know what his YouTube channel is, and he details in excruciating detail the uh tutorial of this game it's like a seven video youtube channel each one is like anywhere from like 40 minutes to an hour long like per and i i'm so i'm watching this and i almost feel like okay i get like i get why people watch twitch now because i'm (laughs) i'm I'm enjoying watching this guy because he's explaining things to you and he's going through the tutorial but he's throwing out just little tidbits here and there of like you can do this instead and it's nothing that's like he doesn't go off in these like completely different directions and it's perfect for me because like i'm watching him do this and then like i'll go in and then i'll do that and then i'm uh, because i really want to get the basics of this game down before I get out into the the universe, uh, because there is so much to do, and you sent me that article about the crazy stories that have come out of this game, and then I was just like, oh my god, like I have to be involved in this game. That's I what want. I, I want to be robbed. That, that, <laughs> that's what I urge people to do, and and probably you probably have heard of Eve Online because of those stories, like. Every so often, a story will come up where it'll be like, crazy thing happened in Eve last, you know, yesterday, like Kotaku or, or Polygon or one of these sites will throw out a story. And like, there's situations where these corporations, because the other thing is like your ships, when they blow up, they're gone. Done. So people yeah. have spent countless hours and time and even money, because you can straight up buy like the in game money with money. People have lost tons and tons of money in this game because they invest in a ship and like one of the stories is like somebody from another corporation goes undercover and like infiltrates into another corporation for like 
10 or 11 months. Yeah. Nobody knows. And they're feeding this other corporation, like all the secret info and all this stuff. And they rise up through the ranks and take all the money. <laughs> or there's cases where like they're transporting a massive ship that costs literally thousands of real world dollars. And there's a mole inside that corporation that tells somebody else like, this is where they're going to be at this time. Set up our troops. And they, they come out of warp and everybody just unloads and blows the ship up for no reason. Like, it's amazing. It's insane. It's insane. Like, I... I amazing. Yeah. The, the one the one that was like when they infiltrated for 10 months, the guy who was the head of the corporation was like, well, I thought he was my, my right-hand man. I thought he was my second in command, basically. <laughs> and he goes to sleep in the real world. And he wakes up the next morning, fires up the game. He's broke. Everything's gone. Everything is gone. (laughs) I'm like, I have to get in on this game. I wouldn't do that to people. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I wouldn't have the heart to do that to people, but I don't know. Somehow if I could witness it from afar or something like that, I don't know. But I just feel like this game is like my, my speed, but I, 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 there's so much there and I really want to know what I'm doing and not just dive into it. I'm just going to tell you, I don't think you, I mean, you said that one video, the guy's been playing for like what, five or six years. And he still says he just he, feels like, a he beginner feels like life. he's a beginner. Yeah. But I think that that's almost the beauty of it is you can just do whatever you want. Like you take it as far as you want. Like you can just go in and it's a very just chill game. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're just kind of pointing and clicking at things and you you have one like the way i played it was i had one small objective here's what i'm doing and i'm just drinking my coffee watching my little ship do right. its thing and today I, like I i completed the the mining tutorial which is was like this whole like 10 quest line, uh twin 10 like mission quest line that you kind of go through to kind of like give you kind of the, the basis for what you're pretty much going to be doing when you're running those bounties. because that's the thing a lot of it is just you grab bounties from people and go out and do whatever they need and then mm-hmm. now I've gone into the military ones. And mm-hmm. the cool thing was it gave me enough money by doing the mining that I outfitted this new ship that I have with these sweet guns. So I'm just like mowing people down. But like I didn't know I needed to buy ammo for the guns. So the first thing I was that. this guy was like, go to this area. <laughs> there's four. There's going to be enemies there. I need you to take them out. I'm like, all right, yeah, go. I'm going. You know, because right. now I was no longer in my mining ship. I was in my, you know, military ship, if you want to say. So I go out, perfect, lock yeah. on the target, see my suggested, because you even look at your guns, like what's the, the um, not maximum range, but optimal range of my weapons. I see it, boom, here we go, locked on target, ready to go, click it, and it's just like, gun has no charges. So I'm like, mm. okay, well, I outfitted it with the second one. Let me check the second one. Click it, gun has no charges. Meanwhile, the ship now sees it. I locked onto it, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, Boom, jump back out. I had to go back to the station, had to look. And that's kind of been the fun is like figuring it out, like figuring yeah. out like what do I need to do? And even you watching the videos, like learning that stuff, it's just, it's yeah. neat. I like it. And there's a website called Eve University that has a great wiki on it. They got all kinds of stuff. But they actually also have, you can apply to Eve University. And they straight up have live classes that you can attend to teach you how to play the game. In whatever topic you want. Like if you just want to get into like the – because it's almost like a stock market for everything. Like whenever you go to buy something, like when I bought those this new gun for my ship, like I didn't – you don't just buy it. There's not vendors. You you basically find it in a list of things that you want, click it, and then it'll you say like buy from market and it checks the market. Is there any available in the station you're in? If not, it tells you like here are the prices. Here's who's selling it. It's three jumps away. So you have to mm-hmm. – like you can buy it at a cheaper price, but it's – 
three warps jumps away. So it's going to take you a little bit to get there. And it may even be in like a high security space. So it's like I can jump the minute I come out of one of those jumps. There could be four guys just waiting for an idiot like me to come through. Right, right, yeah. Or there's people that set up little (laughs) cargo things that you just, you know, I'll be mining. There's a cargo thing. I can go over and hit it. The minute I click it, there's some guy that's that's been cloaked waiting for someone like me to go over, and then they just wreck my takes you out. Wow, wild man. Well, and then the other the other thing that we were why we were getting into this, it's coming out on mobile. Yes, Eve There's Echoes is the new. It's coming out in August. Uh, it's been in beta, but it's basically a mobile version of Eve. It's going to be hitting the phones in August. Uh, CCP has teamed up with uh, NetEase, who's you know one of the huge um, uh, mobile people, and um, it is basically they say the the full game, um, but it's kind of a restart. So you know that's why I said to Chris, I'm like, now's the time to kind of get in. Like, let's figure this right. game out, and then when it comes out on mobile, we can jump right into it. So. Um, I don't know, man. It's crazy. And there is actually an app for the game, a companion app. I, I so, downloaded yeah. it. And um, you you can't check the market, though. You can just kind of look at, like, the skills you're learning. Because that's the other thing is, like, most games you level up, you learn a skill. And this, you can learn skills, but it may take 20 hours to learn it. So you always yeah. need to have skills, like, learning. So that's what my character is kind of threw on a skill. And right now, as we're talking, I'm learning, like, my uh, hull damage or something skill plus three is is learning but it takes like 20 hours for me to learn it so it's just kind of doing its thing wow it's crazy it's fun it's fun strange game i like it yeah it's neat but i urge people if anything go check out the crazy stories from eve because there's there's a lot out there and then every once in a while you'll see there's like just a massive battle in eve between two corporations and it'll go on for like 48 hours and it's just like non-stop like explosions on the screen I love it. It's weird. It's, it's it is like an old man's game though. That's what I'm playing. I'm like, this is a dad game. This is totally a dad game. Like that's what this is. Right. Um, but I love it. It's good. But all right, Chris. Well, we are an hour ten, man. Let's wrap it up Oof. there. Like we said, guys. Next week we will not be doing a show, but I will be putting out the patron episode. And you still got time if you want to be a part of our patron episode this month. I can find link in a link in the show notes to all that. And uh, you can join our Discord, get exclusive access to that, of course. And, and like I said, here during the PlayStation 5 announcement, we were chatting in our Discord with all our patrons, too, which is awesome. So um, you can be a part of all that. So, uh, Chris, anything here at the end you want to throw out? Yeah, man. All right. I, I was fun talking video games. I know. I had to tell. That was good. It's been a while. I know. But uh, all right. Well, everybody, thank you here for tuning in, as always. However you're tuning in, whether it's your Podbean, iTunes, your podcast service of choice. Thank you so much. With that, we'll catch you next time. This is...